From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. And as that closing bell sounds, the Dow Industrial Average is up 116 points, two-thirds of a percent at 17,890. S&P 500 up 16 points, three-quarters of a percent at 2,081. NASDAQ up 42.78 of a percent at 48.17. Well, stocks started the month with an advance, recovering from their worst week since February. Traders have lowered their expectations for higher interest rates in June after data showed manufacturing slowed last month. A rebound that lifted the S&P 500 as much as 15% from its February low faltered last week amid lackluster earnings and few signs of a pickup in economic growth. Phil Silverman, managing partner at Kingsview Capital, says because of low interest rates, the stock market is the only place to grow your money right now. You're not seeing a lot of good alternatives out there to stocks. And as they're going up, it's forcing people to to chase the stocks and, and push them up. Crude oil fell for a second day as Iraq's exports approached a record high in April, adding barrels to a worldwide supply glut that's pushed prices lower. West Texas Intermediate crude oil is down 99 cents a barrel, 2.2% to 44.93. Spot gold is up a dollar 70 an ounce to 12.92.40, and the 10-year Treasury is down 9.30 seconds with a yield of 1.86%. Among today's top business stories, manufacturing expanded at a slower pace than forecast in April as factories continued to grapple with lax global demand and fallout from a weakened U.S. energy industry. The Institute for Supply Management's index fell by one point to 50.8. Economists had anticipated a stronger reading. Valiant Pharmaceuticals International retreated again today, down as much as 13% after billionaire Warren Buffett criticized the drugmaker's strategy at the annual meeting of his company, Berkshire Hathaway. Valiant stock has fallen more than 85% since its August peak after months of turmoil. Buffett said that Valiant's business model is enormously flawed, and last week's hearings in the Senate were not a pretty picture. Let's get an update of some of the other stories we're following today, right here on Bloomberg Radio. Catherine, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. The Obama administration is blasting Republican lawmakers, saying they're dragging their feet in reaction to Puerto Rico's financial crisis. The U.S. territory announced it will likely default on its $422 million payment, which is due today. Press Secretary Josh Earnest says the White House put forward a legislative proposal for Puerto Rico more than six months ago. Unfortunately, we haven't seen the kind of movement in the Republican-led Congress that we need to see to make a bailout of Puerto Rico less likely. Republican presidential frontrunner Donald Trump is campaigning in Indiana ahead of Tuesday's presidential primary. Trump is asking voters to help him snag the delegates he needs to avoid a contested convention. And then we can focus on crooked Hillary. Please, let's focus on Hillary. 
Mrs. Clinton is campaigning in Kentucky and West Virginia today. Former Penn State assistant football coach Jerry Sandusky was back in court today, continuing to pursue appeals of his 45-count conviction for child sexual abuse. The 72-year-old Sandusky is seeking a hearing where he can present evidence supporting his claim he was wrongly convicted. He's serving a 30- to 60-year sentence for abusing 10 boys. Investigators are trying to figure out what sparked a massive fire that destroyed an historic Manhattan church Sunday. Flames broke out at the Serbian Orthodox Cathedral of St. Seva just hours after congregants celebrated Easter. Authorities say the blaze caused only one minor injury. The church was built in the 1850s and designated a landmark in 1968. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Catherine? Thank you. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash and rented real estate. Find them at nria.net. Let's get a quick update of the equity benchmarks as they begin to settle. Dow Industrial Average up 117 points to 17,891. S&P 500 up 16 points to 2,081. The Nasdaq is up 42 points to 4,817. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg taking stock. Movers and shakers. With Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and shakers for Monday, May the 2nd, 2016. Taking a look at the constituents of the S&P 500. 397 issues advance. 104 issues fall and four remain unchanged. Introduce Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist, to kick off our movers and shakers. Dave. Well, I want to reach outside the uh, S&P 500 and take a look at Baidu, the most popular search engine in China. Well, as this is a company that has benefited from its willingness to go along with government restrictions on what search results can show. So you figure that uh, they're in a relatively good position. Well, it turns out that uh, a university student who was uh, suffering from a rare form of cancer, sought out alternative treatments via Baidu, went to uh, a doctor in a Beijing-area hospital, and uh, the treatment was unsuccessful, and he died. So now Baidu is under investigation by the Cyberspace Administration of China, the National Health Commission, and the top industry regulator in the country. You put that all together, Baidu shares down almost 8% today in U.S. trading. Dave, I'm going to tell you about Coach, uh, the uh, leather handbag and apparel maker. Coach shares up 2.5%, and this follows on your theme of companies that reported last week who are showing big moves in the stock price today because last week they surprised analysts uh, with a uh, 7% beat uh, for the uh, earnings per share, and that was both a top line and a bottom line beat. And uh, stock uh, last week hit a new 52-week high. Well, taking a look today, the shares of Coach higher by 
I'm going to stand that equation on its head because the worst performer in the S&P 500 is a company that reported results on Friday. And I'm referring to the disk drive maker Seagate Technology. Now, you did see a couple of analysts lower their ratings on the stock in the wake of that uh, set of results. Uh, today, J.P. Morgan cut Seagate to the equivalent of sell from neutral. RBC Capital Markets lowered its rating, the equivalent of hold from buy. You put that all together, and you had Seagate Technology down almost 6% today. Let's say the biggest drop in the S&P 500. Monsanto shares rose today. They were up 2%. This comes after a cancer review committee at the Environmental Protection Agency determined that glyphosate, this is uh, Monsanto's signature weed-killing chemical, it's one of the most widely used pesticides in the world, they reviewed that it is likely not a carcinogen. Now, the final report will be released online late Friday, and uh, that released the opposite conclusion of a report from a year ago by the cancer research arm of the World Health Organization. That finding said that glyphosate is a likely carcinogen. Uh, so uh, competing views on this uh, chemical, but nevertheless, uh, good enough today for Monsanto shares to go higher by 2%. Got to mention Valley Pharmaceuticals, a company that came up uh, during the annual meeting of Berkshire Hathaway over the weekend, Warren Buffett's uh, company. And it came up because it, Valiant was one of the biggest holdings of the Sequoia Fund, uh, which uh, historically Buffett has backed. I'll tell you, though, he's certainly not a fan of Valiant. Among other things, he said that the company's business model was enormously flawed. And uh, Berkshire's vice chairman, Charlie Munger, uh, Buffett's sidekicks, uh, piled on as far as that went. Now, Bill Ackman, who's uh, Pershing Square Capital, is one of the biggest shareholders in Valiant, was out today on CNBC uh, talking about the company. Nonetheless, Valiant shares in the wake of Buffett's comments losing 2.1% on the day. Thank you very much, Dave Wilson. Uh, let me tell you now is the time for the Volatility Index Report, brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Now, the VIX uh, today uh, moving lower, down uh, more than 7.5%, uh, a decline of 1.18, settling at 14.52. Now, options traders uh, seem to be positioning themselves for a resurgence in volatility. They've been buying up both VIX and SPY options. Uh, investors not only trading more of them, but they seem to be accumulating more put options as well. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Hey, Mr. Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist and our resident musicologist. Tell us about a company that is in the blood collection business. Yeah, that would be Haymanetics. They provide collection devices and supplies, technology, consulting services to blood banks and hospitals. Companies based in the Boston suburb of Braintree, Massachusetts. Haymanetics went public 25 years ago this month, so it's an anniversary coming up. Uh, the company shares trade under the ticker HAE, which are the first three letters of its name. Haymanetics has been up and down ever since U.S. stocks began their current bull market in March 2009. They set a record in July 2013 and came close to surpassing the peak in the first half of last year. Today was a different story for Haymanetics, and fiscal fourth quarter results were to blame. 
The company had adjusted earnings of 37 cents a share, which trailed the average analyst estimate in the Bloomberg survey by 9 cents. Revenue was lower than projections for the seventh straight quarter. And shares of Heymanetics suffered their biggest one-day loss in 13 years as they fell almost 15%. And uh, the stock closed at uh, $27.65, the lowest price in about four and a half years. Dave Wilson, thank you very much. Bloomberg Stocks comments. Dave, can I just ask you, you know, uh, one of the stocks I was looking at um, – Heinz, uh, having to do, well, it really Berkshire Hathaway, because uh, Berkshire Hathaway and its position in Heinz is such that whatever Heinz does, you're going to see some kind of reaction. And Heinz is going to be reporting later this week, I think, Wednesday. That will definitely be a company to watch, especially given uh, Buffett's backing and also uh, 3G Capital, uh, which is really kind of run show there ever since uh, Buffett got together with Right, them. the private equity firm based in Brazil. Right. Thank you very much. Bloomberg Stocks Economist, resident musicologist, Dave Wilson. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Eisner Amper, Hedge Week, Institutional Investor, Alt Credit Intelligence. Fund managers reading these publications rank Eisner Amper high for excellence in client service. Find out why. EisnerAmper.com slash excellence. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.